and welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we're covering the penultimate episode of this series of Doctor Who, Ascension of the Cybermen. Uh, it's been a quick nine weeks, isn't it, really? It has, yes. It's flown by, it's absolutely where's, flown where, by. Where's this year gone? <laughs> I know, nearly in March already. Crikey, what's going on? So, uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll come on to that a bit later. But first, we have just a little bit of news and the usual uh, stats as well. Now, um, news that kind of broke today. Now, this is sort of kind of leads into the stats in a in a in a funny way because um, each week we talk about the stats and saying you know the audience figures are dropping, the AI is dropping, um, and there's room always rumours going around that the BBC are going to put this put Doctor Who on another hiatus um, because people are saying well because we're not getting the next series of Doctor Who until September next year. This technically is a hiatus, and it, it's it's not. Um, it's interesting, though, because Piers Wenger, or Wenger, who pronounced his name, who used to be one of the producers um, of Doctor Who, that was during P- uh, the Peter Capaldi era. Yeah. And he's now the controller of BBC Drama. Um, and he says there are no... And he insisted, I should say, there are no plans for the series to take a break. And he says that the show... Um, is a very, very long way from wanting, or the BBC rather, a very long way from wanting to rest Doctor Who at all. So he, he calls it in, uh, it's been in rude health. Mm. Mm, which is interesting. Um, yeah. I know people can say, oh, well, of course, of course they're going to say that. Um, but hey, I, I, don't, I, I can't see them uh, cancel it because he, he also says that there's, um, it's not just the BBC, because it's BBC Studios who makes yeah. this, but with other international investors as well. So um, there's a lot of vested interest in the show, um, and it's not going anywhere, according to him. Yeah, I mean, I suspect worldwide it has a, it has a, has a bigger audience than Country File. Uh, indeed, indeed. And I think this is what is not being taken into consideration. Yes, that you know the, the audience figures for the B, uh, you know the live figures and even the catch up is a little bit disappointing. You know, and I think we'd all like to see it do better because it's a show we all love. Um, but as you as you say, Paul, the audience goes wider than the UK on a Sunday night. Yeah, it really does. So, um, I mean, you know, you know, put to one side what you might think of Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor or Chris Chibnall as the showrunner or the or the quality of the scripts or wherever it might be. Um, it, it's just nice to hear. To, you know, it's it's. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, I've just sort of taken drawn by the picture that obviously the Radio Times used for this article. Yeah, of where the doctors trying to hotwire the um, cyber shuttle. Yeah, and just looking at that and thinking, ah, so they've got alloy wheels. (laughs) (laughs) They do look alloy wheels, don't they? (laughs) See, Doctor Who and Top Gear, two of the, the BBC's <laughs> biggest exports right there in one, yeah. po- in one photo. <laughs> oh, dear. But no, it's, it's good to it's nice, it's nice to hear. I mean, it could just, you know, um, it's quite unusual that, to come out and defend the show um, like that. Um, it's just interesting to say he does say, you see, he, don't, he doesn't think he's been in better health editorially. And he said, "I think it's fantastic." I said, "I think it's fantastic," and the production values obviously have never been better. Uh, then goes on to say, "It's an incredibly important show for younger audiences, still watched by families in a world where there are fewer and fewer shows that have the power to do that. So it'll always be an important show for us." 
Which is it's that's uh, I I, yeah. I I admire the, st- the statement. I admire the sentiment as well behind that. Yes. You know, it's uh, it is still a show that's watched by families. Um, okay, I think fam- there's there's less families watching it now, obviously, but um, it, it still has that that power, really. Yeah, and if if you're making a show like that, it's it's a bit more of a case. Sometimes you don't actually increase your audience as as reduce it by not appealing to one particular type of viewer. Mm, that's right. You get sort of caught between a few stalls, so to speak. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be trying to make that sort of program. Uh, no, no. It, uh, Doctor Who just sort of is that, really, isn't it? Yeah. To be honest, um, it, it it does cover a lot of bases, which I think is a lot of people. Have, I think the some of the the more hardcore fans are saying, "Well, I think they they just want." I've used this as an example before. Um, they just want stuff like Ghost Light all the time, and I think yeah. if you did that week in week out, you'd have even less viewers watching it than there are now. To be honest, I think if, if you're worried about the viewing figures. Um, and it's a difficult task. I know we sort of criticise, you know, some of the stories, and it's not always to our taste and everything. Um, but they have got quite a, a, a wide audience to please here. Yeah, I and mean, that's that's what I'm that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and it's it's a difficult ask, really. Um, and you're not going to please that audience every, every every aspect of that audience every no, time. No, you're not. You really are not. Um, you know, and even even show you know. Um, some of the like you know the, the stuff that's on Netflix or or HBO for argument's sake who, who uh, that gets you know absolutely um, you know praised to to to, to the to the right you know to, to the help for you know what a fantastic show it is but you always find there's one or two episodes that don't quite hit the mark yeah um, and it's the same with with any show it doesn't matter how popular it is there's always going to be the odd episode that is not going to be very very good no. Compared to the one that came before it, for argument's sake, you know, I'm not saying nobody sets out to make bad television. Yeah, absolutely nobody. So, um, um, yeah, okay, yeah, we, we, we've sat here, you know, week in, week out, you know, since the show came out this year, liking some, not liking others, but at the end of the day, we still love the show and we will keep coming back to it all the time it's being made. Yeah, you know, and I think I, I think that's what, I, you know, millions of people. Across the you know, across the globe, who watch Doctor Who will continue to do. People drop in and out of the show, like I did back when it when it was the classic series. It, it didn't appeal to me, you know. When when Colin Baker come along, I more or less stopped watching it. And that happens. It happens to I think it happens to all Doctor Who fans really. Although that was because you found you didn't fancy Colin Baker as much as the the girls of your own age. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <coughs> oh, then my secrets out. Never mind. <laughs> I was say, although that ratio has changed over the years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. And the older I've got, the more I want to spend my, <laughs> spend my <laughs> in the company of Colin Baker <laughs> than women of my age. <laughs> oh dear. Well, that doesn't actually put me in a good light, that really, does it? So, should we do some stats? Yes. <laughs> okay, everybody, let's go to Omega's Stats Corner. 
Okay, so the overnight viewing figures for Ascension of the Cybermen, um, it was watched by 3.71 million viewers, um, which represented a 19.1% of the total uh, viewing audience um, for that evening, which made Doctor Who the eighth most popular show on British television for uh, for Sunday night. Um, yes. And it was beaten, yet again, by Dancing on Ice, which had 4.39. Um, again, not a vast difference between the two. No. Really? Not a vast difference. So, um, and as we said, I, I'm not really going to worry <laughs> about audience figures. We, we don't really anyway, do we? We, we just no. talk about it each week. And just, yeah, it's disappointing. No, it's, it's, the only, but... it's the only thing we've got to talk about. It is, actually. Place. Apart from the episode itself. Because there's sort of else news to discuss. <laughs> so I, I said, yeah, if you don't want us talking talking about this every week, then bring out some more tat. <laughs> please, please bring out some more tat. Yeah, um, and I think this also had um, an AI of 81 as well, mm. which is it's a bit of an improvement. Yeah. An improvement. However, I must be honest... I know the overnights have been sort of fairly sort of low um, anyway, but I did expect to, to, for a few more people to tune into this one because it's um, got Cybermen and and it's the penultimate episode of the series. You usually get a little bit more of a an uplift, don't you? Usually, it'd be interesting to see what happens next week. Yeah, I, I yeah, I just think as we said, it's up against something that's live it, well, as. Live phone, I just, yeah, but nothing particularly. I mean, I would take Call the Midwife out of the out of the figures, and yeah, pretty much everything. Nothing's really running away with viewers, is it? So no, that's right, that's right. Um, however, if based on the overnight figures at the moment, Doctor Who was the fiftieth most watched program of the week, so it, even it's still slipping down those those rankings. So it's staying outside the top thirty. Um, again, but I think I know there's all this talk at the moment. You know that, you know, that our our lovely Tory government wants to do away with the license fee, which it can't do right now because of the royal charter, and that doesn't expire for a few more years yet, does it? Uh, so they can't actually yeah, do anything right now. Um, but they're certainly sort of oiling the wheels, aren't they? Put it that way. Oiling the gears to to, to get rid of it. I was going to say, say they're not not averse to asking the Queen to do something that's not quite legal. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right, Paul. Crikey. I I do feel I should follow that with a sort of Ben Elton, a little bit of politics. (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Thatch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, it's... Yeah, I know they sort of like... And, you know, that they they want to do away with the licence fee and everything. And... um, I can never completely forgot the point I wanted to make, actually. But um, yeah, it, yeah, I think it just goes to you know. There's always talk about the the BBC is very much in the spotlight at the moment, um, and I think doing away with the license fee would be a very very bad idea. Going on onto a subscription based service. Yeah, but yeah, but you know the fact yeah. is, if you look at that, all right. So for right, Doctor Who's a bit low, but basically, Call the Midwife and Country File seem to have. Battered everything else on Sunday, but the thing is, though, they're not fantastically high viewing figures. No, but nothing is nowadays. No, exactly. That, that that's but the that's, whole but thing. But that's not necessarily a problem with the the BBC. No, it's across the board. Yeah, it's it's every channel. 
you know, I know our focus is on Doctor Who each week, um, but it's it's everywhere. Nobody's hardly anybody's watching live television anymore, unless, as you say, it's a live voting thing. So it's for argument's sake, if the X Factor was on, even mind you, even that's taken a bit of a hit over the last two three years as well. But that's always sort of reaching about the ten million mark. Yeah, I mean, I don't know yeah. how you know ITV bosses feel about Endeavour, which is supposedly one of their top shows. Which, which shows. Yeah, which is, I is, love is, as well. So, you know. Is is failing to do four million following from on from dancing on ice. Yeah. So But again, if you can watch it on catch up and you can fast yeah. forward, or you you can record it and fast forward through the adverts, to be honest, that's what I do with anything on IT I never watch anything live on ITV. But I mean, I suspect that's what people are doing. Pe- yeah. People are faced with watching Endeavour or Call the Midwife, if you're into your nostalgia-setting TV, mm. are probably thinking, well, I watch Call the Midwife because there's no adverts. Yeah, exactly. And we're recalled Endeavour. Yeah. And watch that at a, at a later date. Yeah, I mean, again, so with Doctor Who, I, I can't see ITV getting rid of Endeavour because that, that is a very, very popular programme, and I love it, actually. Yeah, I think it's one of the best things on television. But you're saying that's only just done 0.2 million more than Doctor Who. Yeah. So, you know, it's 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 just where it is. I think it's where we are with figures. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's. uh, Do you know what, Paul? When when this series is over, I don't know what we're going to get to talk about. Seriously, there's nothing else to talk about. Um, Anyway, on to the official ratings for the Haunting of Villa Diodati. that had a final official rating of five point zero seven million viewers. Yeah. Um, so that made that pushed up a little bit. It was the thirty first most watched program of the week across all television channels, and had a final twenty two point nine percent share of the total TV audience. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough, isn't it? Um, I know people would like to see that higher on the official ratings, but hey, it is what it is. I think for the week, Death in Paradise did quite well because they've just had another regeneration, haven't they? Yes, they have. So, they have actually. So. I, I, do you know what? I never used to watch Death in Paradise. Um, I started to watch it a little bit with with Ardo Hanlon was on it, mm. and it wasn't too bad. Now Ralph Little, actually another ex Doctor Who alumni, because he was in um, oh what was it the the second one with with um, Bill in it, wasn't it? The the Medi yeah. things, wasn't it? Um, I thought what it was called. Now, Smile, that was it. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah so so he's now in, in, in the lead in Death in Paradise. And it's actually quite good. It's quite entertaining. But it does follow a set pattern each week. Yeah. You know exactly what you're going to get. Um, and it, it's kind of sort of fallen into that. Um, uh, okay, as you say, every now and again they get a regeneration of the, of the lead character. So, 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 I mean, they are catching up on Doctor Who. They are. He's having, at this rate, crikey. Um having more... They'd be able to do that sort of Doctor Who shot scene, won't they? All the all the police chiefs lined up. <laughs> oh dear! But that, I say it's falling into that that sort of that groove that Midsummer Murders is in. Yeah, it's that cosy hmm. television that 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 people sort of flock to. So um, and it's got me hooked as well now, to be honest. But uh, 
Anyway, there we are. There we are. Well, this isn't the Death in Paradise podcast, is it? So, <laughs> no. No, so, uh, or Endeavour for that matter. Otherwise, we'll be talking about Chris, you know, Chris uh, Marshall. Chris, uh, indeed, yes, Chris Marshall, because he was in Death in Paradise, wasn't Paradise, he? Yes. Yeah. So I must have that suit completely slipped me by, I'm afraid. That's, uh, never mind. Right, oh, folks, so that's enough about uh, Death in Paradise. So that's it for the news and stats for another week. Uh, so coming up next, we'll be talking about Ascension of the Cybermen. So for another week then, that was the news. Okay, everybody, it's time to talk about the penultimate episode of this series of Doctor Who, Ascension of the Cybermen, so uh, let's have a little listen to the trailer. Cybermen wiped out the majority of the human race. Sorry, it's never a good time to break that news to you. You need to let go! Too late! You don't need to do that. The Ascension shall begin. See ya! Okay, so um, we just started this week. We're going to sort of split out this little discussion into two parts, aren't we? Yes. Yes. So we're going to talk about um, sort of separate the Cyberman story from the Brendan story. So, um, so Paul, it's your turn to kick off uh, proceedings this week, and uh, well, we're going to kick off with the with the Brendan aspect, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yeah. So, what what did you think to this particular narrative? Um, yeah, this is this is this is almost just like a teaser, isn't it? Really, for we presume what we're going to find out next week. Yes, with the the whole timeless children thing. Yeah, because yeah, I, this 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 really doesn't make any sense at the moment. No, it doesn't. Um, can't quite work out. So he's not quite... There's something strange about Brendan. And you think that's the story all the way through. And then suddenly, he's the only one ageing. Yeah, that is... um... What is that about? What is that about? What is that about? Now, I think I've I've read somewhere... um, a bit. You know at the end when when he retires from the Garda? Yes. um, And he sees his adoptive father... And the other, the the other policemen there, but both of whom have not aged at all, um, and taken to the to you know back to the back office. And they put those electrodes on. And he well, said, now, now, now what bit... what do they say to him? Do they say they say that you won't remember any of this anyway? And they said, well, they have. Is it? Do they say something like that they have to start again or start over? Or I think they said something like we're going to take it all and start again. And you'll start again. Start again, I think something like yeah. that. Um, actually, so just going back on that point. Actually, the, the the police, the other policeman, does age up until he joins the police. Um, because he's certainly gone a bit grayer. Yeah, only a little bit. Yeah, but, but his father not doesn't at all. change at not all. At all. No. no, and neither does the mother in what we see through all his growing up. No, exactly. Because there seems to be a bit of emphasis play on on the his retirement clock as well. Did you notice yeah. that? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's just put at a strategic end. 
lingered on it for some time. Yeah, exactly. It? Now, are we are we are we thinking um, Chameleon Arch here? Well, that sort of looked similar to what they was putting on his head, didn't it? It did, didn't it? So you know, are these I don't know time lord experiments? It could, yeah, it could be. But which fair enough, I can understand then the argument then being that the policeman and his father are time lords. It, but then, but then, where do we get the fact that? He seems indestructible. Brendan himself seems indestructible. Yeah, exactly. Now, I've heard people say, oh, oh is, is he Captain Jack? Um, no, I don't think well, he's Captain well, Jack. Well, I, th- I think that comes from the fact that when he's shot and he falls down over the cliff... You get the little... The way, the way, the way he, he wakes, wakes up. up. Yeah. 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 But anyway, it could, could be that this is the Doctor Who Torchwood Miracle Day crossover episode we've been waiting for. Oh, hallelujah. Sing hosannas. <laughs> Where everybody's indestructible. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, no, I have not been waiting for that part. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Torch was now about to watch on the iPlayer again, and well, I ha- is, and I haven't well, this revisited is, well, it. Well, well, this is obviously the reason. It's so you can all re- refresh your memory of Miracle Day before watching this episode. Oh God! Please no. I do no. I've, I've just washed the taste out of my mouth. Actually, to be honest. <laughs> It's taken all these years. <laughs> oh dear! But yeah, but that, but that was—I mean—that that sort of bit there did was very reminiscent of of obviously Captain Jack. Yeah, coming back to life, wasn't it? It was very much so. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it—it's—it's—it's it's, it's interestingly woven through this episode. I just don't know. At the moment, there's no doesn't appear to be any obvious link, does there? No. A- apart from the fact next week's called the Timeless Children, and I think that's probably something to do with that. But that's it. Yeah. That's the only link I can possibly make at the moment. Yeah. Which, which in, I don't know. It's. Do you think that's a, that's a good thing? You don't know what's going on at the moment. I I think it kind of is really. Yeah, I then mean, we're, then well, we're guessing. We, we, you know, you have to wait to the the, the next episode to, to finally, hopefully, find out what's going on. Yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, that's slightly better than perhaps having the the big um, cliffhanger at the end of the the episode, isn't it? Is to have the something that makes people spend the whole week, and also one of the things about not having having episodes that come weekly rather than as just one big drop of a box set. Yeah. That now you have got this period of a week where people are talking about and coming up with their own theories as to where this is going. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's always a shame sort of that there's not many sort of, you know, the, the online discussions about Doctor who have sort of kind of tailed off. And they're still out there if you if you want to find yeah. them. But it's just a shame this this sort of thing Imagine what the what the discussion would have been like a few years ago when Doctor was at its peak of popularity. Yeah, you know, I mean, absolutely everybody would have been talking about this. Um, but it's yeah, it's only but that's not. I, nece- but is this that- is not necessarily this episode's fault. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not actually. Um, I mean, it just it, it was interesting that this this the, the Brendan story starts the episode effectively. Yeah. 
Because you're sitting there and you're watching that and you know, your first thoughts are, right, so are we going to follow this baby up to it becoming a Cyberman? Well, I think that's, I think that's, I must admit, I did think, is this going to be Ashad, for argument's sake? I know his, his name's mm. Brendan, not Ashad, but, um, but the fact that the, the actor who plays Ashad, Patrick O'Kane, is, is from Northern Ireland, so I begin to wonder whether he's going to, yeah, <laughs> that they're going to use him as as a as a you know, okay from 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 the Republic rather than the, from Northern Ireland, but uh, hey, who knows? Yeah, but it's just yeah, it, it it's interesting to see where this goes. Yeah. Um, and and how it links in. It'd just be interesting if we get next week's episode doesn't mention him at all. Well, that would be a right <laughs> kick in the teeth, wouldn't it, really? <laughs> Crikey. If actually, they have written this series that we don't we don't see the other Doctor, we don't see Captain Jack, and we don't see Brendan again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that, 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 that really would be a rug pull, wouldn't it? So, maybe that's what they mean. That's what, what they mean by you know things are never going to be the same again. again. <laughs> things are never going to be explained again. <laughs> I mean, part, part of me would actually quite like them to do that because it would just be such a. I'd just laugh my ass off if they did yeah. that. <laughs> the temptation, if you if you was actually doing this sort of show just, to just, just, just to do people, that just to see people getting wound up online as well would just be yeah. set, up, set up an entire character and then never mention him again <laughs> like Jenny <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay I know Jenny's gone to Big Finish but I think Big Finish is where a lot of Doctor Who characters go to be resurrected <laughs> rather than to die they just get resurrected don't they well so, so you're right you're think five years time we get the Brendan Chronicles <laughs> It'd <laughs> just be the everyday story of policing in Ireland. It could be interesting. You yeah. never know. But <laughs> oh dear, you, I think you ought to copyright that right now, Paul. So <laughs> Big Finish will end up doing that. You just know it. But <laughs> Brendan and the other Doctor get a spin-off show between. Them. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, that, I mean, there's, I mean, okay, we'll find next week anyway. But I mean. This whole timeless children thing. Um, are we going to see the other Doctor? Yeah, I mean, do you think we will, or is this going to be? That's just another little plot that's going to be left dangling for the next series to address. Because there's an I mean, awful I mean, lot to wrap up here. I was going to say, I mean, there is. I mean, if you've got the, if you're going to try and wrap, if you're going to try and bring the other Doctor into it, Brendan into it, you've got the, the whole Cyberman story going and you've got the master returning yeah so that's quite a lot to 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 explain it is it really is so it it will be interesting to see what they what they do with this but uh but anyway i mean getting back to the the, you know the, the, the 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 brendan thing okay um as we keep saying we don't know what the hell is going on but i I love the mystery behind this, and I can't wait. I I can't wait to find what happens to to this particular plot thread. Um, I'd like to what happens to this more than the actual Cybermen plot thread, if I'm honest. Um, only because we really don't know <laughs> what this exactly. Is. It's something different. Cybermen, Cybermen, and I'll come on to that later. Um, wait, I mean, the, the point being, we 
after after next week's episode, if you ever watch Ascension of the Cybermen again, you might watch you might watch it going, oh god, it's the Brendan stuff again. I forgot about it. there's so much of the Brendan stuff in. This. Oh yeah, we could do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never know, do you? We could. What a done... disappointment that was. <laughs> <laughs> All that set up for nothing. Yeah, because he was never mentioned again. again. Paul said so. <laughs> <laughs> Paul was right. There, are there. Yeah, well, well, I think I, I think I think that's the one certainty that Brendan is going to be mentioned next week. Cause <laughs> there's no way I'm ever going to be yeah, right. We're, we're going to mention him, certainly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Well, well, before we get onto the the, the Cybermen aspect of of the um, of this week's episode, we thought we'd break it up by going through the feedback first. Actually, before we get into talking about the rest of it, so um, so here we go. Then, with uh, first, we'll kick with some of the Twitter feedback. So uh, first off, we have at JF Dinkle, um, and they say enjoyed it a lot. The scenes with the refugees before and as the son arrive are exactly what I hoped to get with Chibnall as showrunner. His style of drama, but told in the world of Doctor Who that we all recognise. This and Resolution are the closest to that ideal. Okay, so someone enjoyed it. The flip side to that from at Minds of Kingsmaker, terrible. That was their review. Um, right. But then we have I'm Not Bobby, um, says, fantastic and super fun. So, you know, I think there's the uh, the people enjoying it have sort of outweighed the people who didn't so far. Yeah. Um, so let's go on to Facebook. Uh, Joanne Alexander, hi Joanne, uh, she says, such sexy Cybermen. I found the episode chilling, just like a good villain one should be. And what an ending. Yes, it, it was an ending. Um, yeah. And I must admit, yeah, I think the we'll, we'll, we'll go on what we thought about the Simon bit anyway. I don't want to sort of uh, preempt anything at the moment, but um, so Simon Taylor uh, says simply, "I was totally confused," um, as were we by the Brendan aspect, certainly. Uh, Christopher Bryant writes in and says, "I enjoyed being baffled by the Brendan plotline right until the point that nothing at all was revealed. I need to know more. I just hope he's not River Song. All the stuff with space, planets, ships, and Cybermen was fine." but it all feels like prologue. I don't think I'll really know how I feel about this one until I've seen next week's. Um, that's always an issue with two-parters, isn't it? Yeah. Because you, we, we, we're saying, oh, you know, um, you know, the Brendan bit was, you know, we we loved it. And next week, it could be a really poor payoff. And we thought, oh, yeah, it was all for nothing, you know. So, um, but hey, I don't mind a mystery. Chris, Christopher, I don't mind a mystery, mate. Let's... That's that's what we, that, that's what's going to keep us coming back to watch it next week. Yeah, we can't wait to find out what happens. Um, anyway, uh, on to Andrew Gill. Hi, Andrew. She writes in and says, "Enjoyed it, even if I nearly got cramp in my legs because it was so tense." My original hunch that time laws stole regenerations from others in a horrid way may yet pay off if what happens to Brendan is anything to go by. Can't wait for next week. Um, might have a point, and maybe, maybe this is this is the big. Um, thing that the Masters alluding to that everything we know is a lie maybe they do still regenerations who knows yeah who knows but, oh. but the fact he says you know something about starting over and he won't remember it anyway seems to suggest that he, they don't die in this process no but it's almost like they're, they're, they're stealing people's lives isn't it it does doesn't it yeah their experiences so hmm the plot thickens. Anyway, um, 
I'll continue with the feedback. Ian Martin writes in and says, it reminded me of an awful lot of Utopia, an awful lot. Otherwise, high stakes, mysteries, great reveals, and a a bum-thumper of a cliffhanger. Bum-thumper. Mm. I've never heard that expression before. Uh, best episode since Orphan 55. That's not saying much, Ian. Uh, but, but thanks very much. Um, Alan T. Butcher. I haven't heard from Alan for a while. Hi, Alan. He says, jolly good. Thank you very much. Uh, Paul Heath. He's from some, something called the Pharos Project podcast. Yeah. Do, do you remember them, Paul? Yeah, that, that, that was around when Brendan was a nipper, weren't <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so, hello, Paul. Long time no here, mate. He says, I'm actually enjoying Who again for the first time in three years. This Brendan fella has got to be one of the timeless children, right? Can't help thinking it's going to tie into some Time Lord stuff, probably how they can regenerate. That would be a kick in the teeth if 13 found all their lives were somehow nicked off a poor Irish copper. Good point. So, yeah, I think people are thinking on the same lines here, aren't they, about the whole yeah. um, stealing regenerations. Uh, Jeff Waddle. Uh, hi, Jeff. He says, outstanding again. With last week's episode and this week's, the two best consecutive episodes since the Weeping Angels and River Song ones. If next week's lands, I'm calling it as the best three episode run since it came back. And even if it doesn't, by Christ, the Cybermen have never been better. And the half-human one deserves an award. And Jody was absolutely outstanding last week and this. Thank you very much, Jeff. It's it's actually quite refreshing, actually. The, the, the feedback this series has been a lot more positive than last series. Yeah. I think people have, I think people have been, on the whole, I think people have been enjoying this series a lot, a lot, a lot more. And from people that were sort of, I think, losing interest. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Which is interesting, it, you know. It's a is one of those cases where hang on in there and something nice to come round again. Something <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stuff, something that appeals to you anyway. Yeah, may well come round again. Which is, which is the one of the advantages of this sort of show. Yeah. So um, anyway, let's continue. John Michael Lindsay. Uh, hi, John Michael. He says this was an excellent episode in need of a rewatch. The Cybermen were a superb mix of various generations and incredibly menacing. There's already talk in the UK 15th Cyber Legion about who'd be the first to recreate one. I'm waiting for that, actually. Um, just, um, just East So just East So Short, I thought there's a spelling mistake there. Uh, I think maybe it's just not so short about the Toclophane rehash with flying cyberheads. What would Handles think? Jody's performance was on top form, and as for Brendan, I was beginning to think it was a connection to Captain Jack until his retirement. Superb ending too. Very much looking forward to the finale next week to see how it plays out. As as are we all. As are we all. So uh, last we have our um, usual email feedback. So um, and Ian Key, I read one of our another one of our regular emailers. He says, "Evening both." At first, I thought they put on call the midwife rather than Doctor Who. God knows who Brendan is, but when he woke up after being sent over the edge of the cliff. It was similar to Captain Jack in Part of the Ways and also Utopia. Who were his dad and the copper, and why did they not age? Indeed, I, indeed. I actually had thought about that, yeah. This, this, is, this is it. This is the whole Brendan thing. Actually, it isn't a storyline. It's just they think, well, actually, if Call the Midwife's getting six million viewers, we just we just sort of lay something that looks like Call the Midwife right the way through the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we might confuse enough people to watch it. <laughs> 
Anyway, Ian continues. He says, I enjoyed this week's episode. It felt epic. I thought it was brave to start the story with the Doctor's planes being scuppered up front and her being put on the back foot. Unfortunately, even though it was supposed to be there, it didn't feel I didn't feel the jeopardy, especially with Yaz and Graham. The settings, CGI model work were all great, and the regulars were all right as well. Is Graham going to end up with Julie Graham's character, uh, Ravio, next week? And then there is the master. The cliffhanger just seemed like an element too much rather than how the wow factor that it had in Spyfall. Blimey, I'm feeling a bit negative this week, aren't I? So sorry. Part of me feels like Chibnall is throwing everything into the pot, and I really hope that next week's finale pays off all these things that have been built up in a satisfying way. Have a good week. Looking forward to hearing what your other regular email thought of it. Cheers, Ian. Well, talk about other, our other regular emailer. Here he is, Daniel Winterbottom Stanley. Uh, he says, Dear Phil and Paul, I hope you're well. This week I've mostly been enjoying Torchwood and iPlayer. When did you last watch Torchwood so hard you forgot where you were? The first two series were a lot of fun. Chibnall wishes he could write something this good. Perhaps he could meet the showrunner for a part or two and ask for some advice. Hmm... Maybe you should. Um, anyway, so where do I even start with Essential of the Cybermen? Cyberdrones? 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 We've never seen these before, so why are they here? It's like Chimnall's just making Doctor Who up. I've got more to say, but my mum says I have to be more positive. I like the middle eight. Thanks, Daniel Winterbottom Stanley. Thank you very much. Thank yes. You. So, what did we think of the Cyberman aspect? Um. Yeah, I, let's yeah, say I let's like, say let's say the the main plot of the, of this week's episode, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've just now got the so I just now can't get the the felt out of my head about the you know that they're they're just sticking programs in that look like other programs because they get more viewers. <laughs> so, that's not. I'm waiting for next week because because the rugby got quite good figures this Sunday. Next week there'll be a rugby match in the middle of the episode. <laughs> Anyway, so with ice skating, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cybermen and ice. Oh yes. yeah, that would give Disney a nice run for its money each year, wouldn't <laughs> no, it? <yes. laughs> anyway, yeah. So anyway, back, yes. Anyway, back, back, back to the plot. Yes, the the plot. Um, yeah, I like this episode. Um, there are bits of it that I wasn't sure of. Yeah. Um, it starts off, of course, with the fact that. I'll start off with the moans about this. Yeah, it starts off with the fact that <laughs> how comes they have to they land in the TARDIS and then have to walk carrying everything to to where they want to be. Yeah, that this is a bit of a plot contrivance, that didn't it? It it is. Yeah. So then the TARDIS is too far away to get back to. Yeah. When actually, so far this episode, they've managed to pluck people out of crashing spaceships. Mm. With the accuracy of where they can, where she can land it, and materialise it, so you know you sort of you're sitting there thinking to yourself, why are you carrying a force field all that way when you could just actually move the TARDIS and use the TARDIS force field? Indeed, yeah, as 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 has been used. So yeah, it's it's, it's a bit that you know I'm, I'm quite fine with the fact that you don't do that, but this. One of the things about this series is they have sort of flip-flopped about with what can and can't be done or should and shouldn't be done. As the plot demands. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, 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 I do agree with that. It's one of the things that's kind of niggled me. Yeah, and I've said all along. I mean, I quite yeah. like. Mind the you, fact to be that... honest, it's, 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 Doctor's always done that anyway. Mm. Um, but it just seems to have been heightened for me this particular series for some reason. I don't know why. But uh... yeah, and I just quite like the fact that when you had the the uncontrollable TARDIS, mm. was a lot more give a lot more credence to these sort of scenarios. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that that niggle out of the way. Yeah, I'm not quite sure about the the flying drones. I can see no, it, that it, it it looked poor as well. Yeah, to be honest. One one thing I I will say about Cybermen heads was the interesting opening to the episode. With yeah, the, with the bits of flotsam and jetsam floating in space, and it, it the Cybermen head floated towards the screen. With okay, we had another Chibnall voiceover at the beginning. I wish he dropped that, to be honest. Um, but it but wasn't the, but, but quite then, so then, bad. It wasn't. Because it, it, it was shorter. I mean, it was just it was just long enough just to... And we knew what was happening anyway. So yeah, exactly, really... exactly. But the way it zoomed in into, into the eye on the, side, on, the, on, yeah. the, on the helmet and then went into the, the time vortex for the opening credits, I thought was nicely yeah. done, actually. I, yes. I, I really did like that, actually. And as, I quite, as, I quite uh, like the idea of the fact that a space battle, <clears> you know, the whole space battle thing... That actually re- that we come back to, yeah, later in the episode of the bits of Cybermen lo- floating around and mm. whatever. I think that yeah, that 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 worked there. But yeah, I just don't see quite where it works with the drones. No, um, I just I just thought it was it was poorly realised. Actually, I I just thought that the the I hate talking about CGI and so, but it didn't look good to me. No, and it, it's just it's just the fact that why would you build a drone that resembles a Cyberman head. Yeah, it's not as if you know. Now, it's, 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 I mean, you now just... if you if you're going back to the fact, if Cybermen were fully mechanical robots and mm. the head detached and did that, then that'd be fine. Well, but I there's mean, no I... point at which they do that or should do that. Well, so so, so, so just occurred to me actually. Maybe it's the summon making do because there's you got like the Ashad Cyberman who's who's a bit of a patchwork Cyberman, really, isn't he? He's but they've like, just got all these heads laying around, so they put a rocket in them. Yeah, and just make do, uh, and of course, and these two Cybermen, I would call them bodyguards. Are the old sort of cybersmen design, aren't they? So they're not yeah. even like the um, the ones we got from uh, what was it, Nightmare in Silver, whoever it was. Um, you know when when they when they changed the summon design again. So yeah. um, it's just interesting that they've fallen back on that old the the old design somewhat before we get to the you know the upgraded ones that we see later on in the episode. Um, yeah, I know. I, so I, like, I think it's kind I of idea like, that they kind of like the idea. do, aren't yeah. they? But it, it just yeah. it just wasn't very well realised for me. That was all. No. So yeah. And it's also the point of why do, why did three Cybermen need two ships? Yes, indeed. <laughs> Who was flying on their own? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense that bit, did it? But hey ho, hey ho. But uh, and, no, and, I, I, and I, also, I, if the Doctor's uh, going to steal one of the ships, yeah, then why why send the others off? In the battered old craft, anyway. Well, precisely. I know this sort of got a bit. It was all a bit, you know. Um, you know, he's meant to ramp up the tension. It was again a contrivance to split them up. Um, yeah, really. But um, 
yeah, uh, yeah, they could have all stuck together and just got on, on board the cybership. So, hmm. yeah, the um, and why not at the point of sorry, this is this is just me picking holes really oh, go on. for the sake of it. And why not if you're the Doctor? Why don't you disable the other ship? Hmm. Before you take off as well, or when you take off, just shoot it. Well, yeah, precisely. Um, and strand them on that planet. Yeah, there's just a whole lot of um, obvious things that probably could have been done that that, that weren't. But again, but that, it's... but that people who like to pick holes in programs will pick on. I mean, it's not really. I mean, it doesn't spoil the episode at all. It's just it is just me trying to get just getting rid of all the bits I don't like. Trying to get yeah. rid of them at the beginning. And that's, well, well, another bit I didn't it, like. I think. Another bit I didn't like was was on that escape flying saucer thing. They that Graham and Yaz and um, was it the Ravio character um, went off yeah. in. Um, that whole thing about them using the life support to sort of boost the shit in, into the cyber carrier. Yeah, um, that was a good shot, wasn't it? Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and the, I, I know it, it's just this whole thing. The speed they were going, in, they would have smashed through the other side of the damn thing. So, um, and I, yeah, I, as you say, I, what I, a good I haven't shot. seen people, people getting, getting, getting a circular thing in the right place since watching Tipping Point. <laughs> <laughs> Which probably gets but, better viewing figures than Doctor Who. But yeah, I'm that. That's I'm, again. That's that is a contrite. But yeah, that's how they had to do it. I mean, yeah, it could, it could have been that they could have. It was just sort of the speed it went and everything in, wasn't it? There was no, there was no sort of even remotely pretending they were steering it. Was there? no, no. And I think the other thing as well was the fact they made the big thing about you know, um, like Graham said, that don't don't try and take a deep breath because it yeah. won't happen. Um, I. Going back to like the, the from the last series about them floating in space and everything, that didn't really poke because nobody seemed to be gasping for breath anyway. They seemed to go whoa, no. you know. So um, that was all a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a dead end <laughs> conversation was. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm just being very very picky. But um, yeah, anyway. no, just just, just as, as, it, as it entered the big ship, we just wanted to go. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't it? But yeah, and sort of lights start flashing and everything. Yeah, it's... then a mascot comes out to the baby elephant walk. Yeah. So yeah. So have we got the bits out of it that we um, don't like? All right. I, actually, you no, there's, there's what there's one other thing that didn't make any sense at all. And why did Ashad and the two other Cybermen start torturing? The new Cybermen. Well, as far as it goes, we don't. At the moment, we don't know. We don't know. It didn't make I mean, any sense, did it? Unless, because he's a Cyberman with emotions, he wants his new army to be in his image, and maybe they was disconnecting their inhibitor. Well, considering there's like, thousands of them, yeah, but so then, many, thousands of them. Um, but yeah. but but whether they're all, whether whether the idea would be that they're all linked, and whatever, why why they're in their chambers, they can all be reprogrammed as one. Maybe. Why they're all connected up? Yeah, in it there. just it just didn't make 
a lick of sense. I mean, it, why, I mean, why are you doing this? You know, but it, but it did, but it did give the good line in the fact that we've got the Cyberman that makes other Cybermen scream. scream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Which, which I thought was quite a good, a good line, and actually as to saying how dangerous Ashad is. Yeah, and I think coming on to that, I think that he was probably the strongest aspect of this episode for me again. Again, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, but it's but it's just a it's it's well played, it's well written, um, but it's just a good idea as well. Yes, it is. I mean, to, I mean, the funny to do something some... slightly different with yes, this. yeah, indeed. I was just about to say that to to actually and actually come up with something different as well yeah. because you know the Cybermen as much that you know much we all have the summer, we all have the Daleks. There have been a sort of a lot of diminishing returns with them. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. Like, I mean, basically, he's done exactly the same thing as he did with the Dalek in Resolution. Um, he's made a single. He made a single Dalek dangerous again. Yeah. And he managed to do that um, with the Cybermen, starting um, with last week's episode, and, and unfortunately, has carried it over to this week's. Yeah. So, um, but as you say, I mean, I, it's, it's just very well acted and very well written. It really is. I mean, even even I mean the scene where he's as a hologram projection into their into their ship mm. and she's going about you know doesn't that really tear you up inside and all this and he just goes yes it does <laughs> yeah exactly um but he's using that as a strength isn't he yeah it's not he's not seeing it as a weakness um which no. i think is uh that's an interesting spin on it actually this and is, and, and yeah. again it does cause that's always been one of my issues with cybermen um since the show came back in 2005, is they have basically been emotionless robots. You never get the sense that there's anybody underneath the armour. Yeah. But with this, you do. Okay, okay, you can see his face, you can see one of his arms and everything, but you're just reminded again that they were once human. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, other than basically feeling that everybody should be like them, mm. you never sort of really understood what why they was doing anything you know yeah they they didn't seem to have any sense of of plan as to cybermen did they as to what they where they was gonna well to be honest that, that that's also a little bit mixed this week as well if I'm, and because if I... they was emotionless it just wasn't you know they thought it was, well, what actually are you getting out of this yeah <laughs> well i was going to say is I, I thought that message was mixed again this week because we had the doctor saying you know she didn't want yaz graham and and uh, ryan Anywhere near what was going on, because if they capture, they will convert you into them. Yeah. Uh, but no, what they're actually doing was shouting "delete, delete" and shooting at them. So, yeah. what, 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 what were they supposed to be doing? Is this a case of um, they didn't want to convert the last of humanity, or just wanted to wipe the last of humanity off the, you know, yeah, out I mean, completely? It, you know, it the... could well be a case, yeah, that, that this war has been going on so long that it's now just become a case of. No, we just want to get rid of you, lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, the, the, yeah. The other the other point, actually, going back to that and saying now, getting back to another thing, is we sort of touched on this at the end of last week's episode that the Doctor with its mixed with mixed ideas as to what the companion should be doing. Yeah. And the fact that we have the big scene of you stay here, I'm not risking any of you, and then the not putting really putting up a fight to them coming. Yeah. And then almost the first thing we have here is the oh what have I done again you know sort of thing which is a bit hmm, make your mind up make your mind <laughs> up exactly yeah I think the um, 
I, I, someone said in the feedback there the whole thing about um, the Doctor being on the back foot um, at the beginning of the episode with, with all the little devices that she'd made. And I, like, and I like the fact you've got all the companions operating them as well, rather than the Doctor yeah. running around waving the sonic screwdriver while, while they stand there and look amazed. Um, and, and the fact that actually by doing that, it allowed someone other than the Doctor to explain what was going on with them. Yeah, exactly. We sort of we'd obviously just take it as read that we'd had that that bit of the doctor explaining to the companions how everything worked. Mm. So now we just got them in their own way telling Yeah, exactly. Remaining uh humans what was mm. what they were. Which I think works better. Yeah. I think it was just yeah, let's hit let's hear some explanation from somebody other than the doctor. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I did like it. And uh, the fact that all of them were useless as well. So Yeah, just just <laughs> totally destroyed. <coughs> oh, I just actually think yeah, and sad about the doctor's plans and that was the fact that she seemed surprised that there was more than just Ashad. Which sort of gets back to the who did she think was in the second ship then? Well yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's almost as if they added that in as an afterthought. No, yeah, it wasn't like, yeah, he, he just one ship landed and he, after, later on you see there's two. No, there was, two came in, unless he was flying both of them at the same time. <laughs> there was going to be someone else with him. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, well. Paul, we're finding more and more plot holes and as, yeah. we're, as we're going on here. Um no, I, I thought... Well, I don't think it's a plot hard. I just think it's saying the Doctor's stupid. <laughs> Don't say that, Paul. We'll get letters. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the um, I think Jodie Whittaker was really good this week um, yeah. as well. Actually, um, I, I think it's I think she sort of sort of kind of sort of found her niche now. To be honest, and, and there wasn't a lot of um, how can I put it? the the um, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of sort of like quick fire comebacks or anything this week really was there it wasn't a lot of exposition either it, that, that no. was, it was kind of reined in a little bit um yeah it's still there it's still there in the, you know but it's it, but it's a but it's a lot more natural but then again i think is that because we come back to the other argument we well we have a discussion we've had about the fact that this is basically the second part of a three part or whether they call it the first part of a two part last week's was the first part it was of a exactly yeah yeah they've got You've got more time to naturally introduce ideas and um, arguments mm. than just have the Doctor suddenly stand up and start saying, "Oh, of course, this is because well, I, X, Y, and Z." So, yeah, yeah just, I, I do. Yeah. I do think maybe they try to cram a few too many characters into this story this week. Um, I mean, introduced the kid that couldn't talk, and then immediately killed him off. What was the point? Yeah, um, and, the, and the woman who never actually even got to never got to do anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I thought it's quite good that yeah. Also, who was effectively the leader gets killed off. Yeah, quite I, quickly. Yeah, exactly. Which I was a little bit shocked about, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, and I think that that I think that worked, and the fact that, that you know that people died in that I think had to say you know I don't I don't think that I think they got it down to what they needed character wise actually quite quickly mm. um, it definitely feels like sort of Graham and Bravio 
I've got a, a bit of a connection there, haven't they? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, um, Bra- uh, Bradley Walsh, um, I thought it was exceptionally good this week, especially with the that uh, that pessimistic um, guy yeah. on there. And he, he, he just, oh, thanks, Eeyore. Yeah. I, I, re- I, re- I really like that line. So, um, and he was going on about, you know, he, that he saved them. Yeah. Basically. And he was going, oh, are you going to mention that every hour? Yeah. Yep. On the hour. Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I thought he was very good. He had some good lines this week, actually. Um, Yaz was okay as well. Um, yeah. You know, but um, again, she sort of paired off with Graham again, which is good. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely have mixed it up more this, yeah. this season. Yeah, definitely. Um, Ryan, yeah, okay, pedal, pedal, the doctor. I, he didn't have a. Hell I did of a have to laugh do, at someone's comment <clears throat> so, so oh, far in, in, on Twitter that said basically, "Is it wrong that Brendan's done more policing so far in Doctor Who than he has <laughs> ever done?" <laughs> mm, that's a that's a that's a sore point, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, I have to say, yeah. The truth hurts, doesn't it? The truth it does, hurts. It does a bit, yeah. <laughs> um, now then, talking about Graham and Ravio, mm-hmm. the other thing is, what was Graham saying when Ravio says about him being... Um, what does she call him? Something about special or whatever. On or, or not Different. special or something. Yeah. yeah. Um And he says, I'll have you know I'm the I'm dot, dot Yeah. Now Okay, we're just jumping into conclusion to say he's gonna say I'm the doctor. Um but I've I think it was Martin Hamill from the Bad Wolf podcast. Yeah. Had um Put forward a suggestion who's actually going to stay um, on the dog's bollocks. Yeah. Which I think makes a lot more sense. Yeah. And I, 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 it's, I, it's I, subscribe, I subscribe. To, it will be a grand thing, and I subscribe to that theory, so thank you, Martin. And, uh, and, yeah. having, and having had to explain butchers to her. Yeah. May well have thought to himself, I'm not going to try and explain that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think there was meant to be any sort of misdirection. Um, on oh, who Graham I, really is, I, I, I think that would. That I, would I, 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 think, I think there is. No, I, th- I, I, think, it's I, come, think... I think it's come off the back of the butchers thing that you said. Yeah, no, yeah. but I, th- I, but I think that has been put in as a deliberate to see if people. I mean, I don't think he was going to say I'm the Doctor. No, no, not. I, for th- I think I think where what Martin said has more of a ring of truth to it. To yeah, me. to be um, honest, it did sound more like a, a, a line fluff. Yeah. But I don't... So someone made its way in. Um, that's um, what I thought, say this. to be honest. The only thing that gets you is the fact that you sort of just keep coming back to, as someone mentioned in the review about this being one of the best two stories together since the Weeping Angels and River Song one. Yeah. Where, of course, we had everyone saying, oh, look, I've got a continuity error there. He's not got his jacket on. Yeah, and that all... Which turned out to be... Played out in the very last episode of of that series. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he had a different jacket on, didn't he? No jacket and then a different jacket. Yeah. Yeah. 
and everyone was saying, "Oh, you know, oh, look, that's 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 unusual in uh, nowadays to get that sort of continuity error in Doctor Who." And everyone was, you know, pleased with themselves because they noticed that they'd made a mistake. Mm. And then it turns out, no, they hadn't. <laughs> well, actually, if I remember rightly, Paul, going thinking into the deep, dark, distant past of this podcast, I think we were the ones who actually um, theorised that it was actually the Doctor from the future. And we were right. Hmm. I, I don't know if we're giving ourselves credit there with hindsight. <laughs> no, 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 we were right. Because we, I think we, we gave ourselves credit when the final episode aired of that season. <laughs> But you know that. But that's all I'm saying is I don't know whether a this is Chibnall's chance to say, look, you know, it's to have a bit of fun around a fandom's reaction to that. Yeah, I don't think I don't definitely don't think it's just a fluff line that's got in there. Um, I just don't think it would it would ever get. A fluff line would ever get through nowadays. Probably not. Mind you, say that. I mean, coffee takeaway coffee cups have, have appeared in Game of Thrones, and I don't mean but, sitting, I don't mean sitting in the background. I mean sitting right front and center of a character. Yeah, but when See, you're it, watching it, it when, when, when you're watching that back, I'd have thought everybody in that room when he said that would have been aware that he'd done something. One, at least one person shall we say, on set would have realised that he did something wrong and said, do you want to do that again? And certainly when an editor watching it back... I mean, I think everybody noticed it when it oh, went out. Oh, so, oh yeah, we, yeah, we all did, because we're all so, talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I don't see how that gets through production, gets through, A, the people on set at the time. It gets past... Basically, Bradley Walsh must know he's done it. Must have, yeah. No, it's, I, it's, I, I, it's I, not I, like you know someone's just left a coffee cup and then forgot about it. I mean, no. you know when you, so yeah, I don't think he was going to say I'm the doctor. I think what Martin said holds a lot more truth, but I don't think it's a fluff. But it may be. I think yeah, I think I think that's Chibnall playing around with fandom there that he wanted this discussion to happen this week. Sorry, I've got hiccups now. <laughs> Carry on. So, yeah, I'll try to. <laughs> so that, that's why that's there, I think. But I think, yeah, I think that would just be explained. It wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if, if Graham says something like that next week and then has to explain it. You know, just well, to... I, I, I don't think it's going to be... No, made anything more out of it. Actually, I think I, I think it was just dogs bollocks, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's gonna be anything more made out of it. But uh... but yeah, no, that 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 yeah. What Martin said seems to be a thing, but I it don't. Does, yeah, yeah. I, de- I definitely don't think it was. It was a missed mistake in the the program. Okay, okay. Well, um. Anyway, back back to the, the the rest of the story. Um. I mean, really, they they find their way to the to was it Ko Sharmus, who isn't a planet. He's a he's a person. Yes, um, they the only human left there. But he seems to be some sort of gatekeeper, doesn't he, to to the to the boundary where everybody yes. goes to. Um, which the doctor's quite surprised because it, it's all like a leap of faith, isn't it? Because you don't know where you're going to end up. Doesn't he say it, it sort of portal opens, but it's it's different. It go they go to different places, um, kind of thing. They s- 
They say that to Graham and Yaz when they're on the ship, mm. and say that's why it's makes that's why it's so good place to run from the Cybermen. Yeah, because if you don't know where you're going, they don't either. How, how and it changes follow? every time. How yeah. can they follow? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that makes sense. And then as basically, he says to her about when she says, you know, isn't that that's a, that's a massive leap of faith. Mm. And he says, well, it's better than the alternative. Yeah. Um, which you can understand, you know, if you're... It's that or being hunted down and converted by Cybermen, you'd probably take the jump. Yeah, you would do, yeah. But obviously, when the Doctor sees it, it reveals Gallifrey. Yes. Yeah, um... And then the Master leaps through as well, and I'm thinking that was a bit too much... It could have quite have easily ended revealing Gallifrey. To be honest, I think that you could have, you could have had your, um, you know that that should have been the the, the close of your episode. Then they chucked in the master at the last minute as well. It just happened to leap through at the moment the doctor was looking through. Um. But yeah, that 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 was for me. That was one unless, step too unless, far. Unless of course he's found a way of manipulating. It the boundary. Oh God! No. And had been waiting well, for her. No doubt we'll find out next week. Yeah, we, we'll find out next week. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's certainly setting up the sort of like you like, set up the, you know, the the high stakes and everything. Um, but yeah, obviously that the, the ship is heading towards Koshamas, but it's full of cyber warriors as well. So what? What you know? How, how's this gonna? Obviously, we assume yeah. this is going to go through the barrier or the boundary rather than end up at Gallifrey somehow. So, as we see from the next time trailer. So, yeah. um, mm. I, I'm, I, I must admit, I'm for the first time in a long time actually really, really intrigued to see where this is going to go. Yeah, I have no idea where this plot's no, going. No, me neither. And what and what is relevant and what isn't. Yeah, I've just got hope with it. I'm going to be terribly disappointed with, by the time we record our episode next week. Um, and I hope not. I hope I'm not going to be disappointed, really, because the, the, usually the the finales, it's all set up, and the, the actual finale itself is always a bit of a poor payoff. Yeah, or or, or it's, it's too rushed. Yeah. And this does have the hallmarks of going to be trying to... Well, do you know what? I I hope he's brave enough not to wrap everything up next week. Well, there are some sort of hints to that, isn't it? He said about talking about the fact that everyone signed up for the next series. Mm. And that this may well, the next week's episode may well give pointers as to some of the stories next 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 series. series. Yeah, yeah. So... That would suggest that not everything's going to be wrapped up. No, I hope not. I hope not. But yeah, as he also said that he reckons that after next week we're going to need a stiff drink. Yeah. But then again, Moffat... We've, we've heard that every We've heard yeah. that all the, all the time before with Moffat saying, oh, you know, re, you know, you'll be wiping tears from your eyes this episode. and Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really like that manipulation, um, to be no. honest. And it, it, it never pays off the way they say it's going to either. So um, yeah, I'll, well, I mean, I'll, 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 I mean, I'll react you, the way I want to react next I was week. Say, you may need a stiff drink, which, which whether it's good or bad. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, either way, I might need a stiff yeah. drink. 
He might be so angry you need that drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. As I'm, as I'm wiping it off the front of the television. I just, <laughs> <laughs> or just chucked it at it in disgust. Um, yes. Yeah. No, he's he certainly... Yeah, it's certainly he's 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 raising the stakes. I think certainly from after, um, sort of last year's finale where we got the return of Tim Shaw, which we probably didn't need the return of, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think. No, I mean, you know, there's, do you know there's, what? There's, I, I think Tim Shaw was a bit of a, um, a sort of tryout for Ashad. Tim Tim Tim, Tim Shaw is what Ashad should have been. Yeah. So, sorry, other way around. Sorry. Um, yeah. I mean, no. I, I, I just think he played it. He was trying to play it safe last last series. Too safe. Yeah. yeah. He had. He wasn't sure how everyone was going to react to Jodie Whittaker. Um. Yeah. And just, I think he just sort of dialed it back a bit. Yeah. Yeah. He did. And I think we have seen sort of a more adventurous ideas this season well I think it's and paid off because as we say yeah you know people are excited about it again with all the um the feedback we've had and, and uh, you know thanks everybody for sending the feedback and we you know really do enjoy uh receiving it and reading it out on the podcast um it's been overly sort of you know on the whole you know positive this year yeah I mean yeah I mean the one problem he's got now is once, once you start raising expectation, mm. it's usually find, downhill you, from there on. Well, right, right, right. you you find actually in this sort of thing was pe- people's ideas of of how they much they're going to enjoy the last episode far outweigh how good an episode can ever be. Yes, indeed, <laughs> indeed. So, I think we've got to sort of remember that and ah, just you just. Just, just a, a decent story now. I just, yeah, I just, yeah, exactly. Just a decent story. I'm, I'm gonna try and go into the next week's episode without any expectations. Yeah, as well. Yeah, hmm. maybe I might enjoy it all the more if I, if is, I do, do is that. Is it Sunday yet? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, not, mate. And we're still recording this sodding podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, we well we can't do anything about it not being Sunday. We can do something about that. Yes, we can. (laughs) Should we wrap this up now? Then I think so. I think we should. I don't think we can talk about it so much much longer. So, um, so there we are, everybody. So this this is it. We are at the you know nearly there. The final episode next week, and um, yeah, I think it's safe to say we can't wait. No, we can't wait. So anyway, uh, until next week then. When we're back with the was it the Timeless Children, isn't it? Is that, is yes. that name? It is the name of the episode, isn't it? The Timeless Children. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Good. Yeah. Okay. Then. So yeah. So until then, it is goodbye from me, Phil, and goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. Listening to the Who's Podcast. 
please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He Podcast Facebook group. The Who's He Podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.